0: Testing, testing. Showing up
1: as having stuff <laughs> in there. Andre, how are you? Sweet.
0: So am I. Um, you know what? It's been a long ass couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I am thrilled that hockey is back officially, so I can throw all my emotions into something that has no bearing on my life whatsoever. In a very absolutely,
1: way. you know, I really am going to project all of my problems onto these like large <laughs> idiot sons. I'm gonna just yes. not focus on anything else in my life.
0: Putting my sadness into these boys. This is healthy, actually. This is good. Yeah, it's actually fine. This is a coping mechanism. You know, you ever think about how much like men probably do this, but like don't. Oh, absolutely.
1: I mean, I'm convinced that like fantasy leagues are the only reason that men can maintain friendships now. Because it's like they have no other way of, like, discussing things, like, with their friends.
0: Right. Like, that's, they, like, talk about, that's how, it gives them an excuse to talk yes, about Yes, yeah, place. in
1: relation to sports.
0: Yeah, that's very true. If you're a man, don't correct us on this. We well, are wait. right.
1: We're, we're, we are regressing <laughs> now as women. Instead of talking about our feelings, we're going to talk about,
0: We're going to talk yeah. about sports instead, which is really talking about our feelings, but in an indirect yes. way how are you pretty how
1: good going? pretty good well no it's actually not that good but i'm excited <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited the hockey's back and i'm excited to do that actually was episode shit. three i can't believe we're on episode Trace. three already
0: it's been three long ass weeks but this is yeah Maybe the only good part of it. That's fine. Everything's it's fine. fine. <laughs> Everything's
1: and fine. And I'm I'm so happy that people are listening. I'm so happy that people like it. And if you have, you know, suggestions of like what you want us to talk about, please always give us a call. Don't insult us or say that we're ugly. I won't like that.
0: I'm actually not pleased with our listeners. Why? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty uh, pissed at this. And I think I think I made that pretty clear this week. You guys last week voted for us to watch the Leafs Habs. Why game. would you do that?
1: That's so mean. Why would you make anyone watch that? For the first game of the fucking year, you're going to make me watch the Habs.
0: So cruel. It was so rude. I wasn't even mad, really, about the Habs. I was just mad that there were three other games last night that I wasn't watching (laughs) because I was watching this boring-ass game. It was so boring. So to put this in context, last night, the other teams that were playing (laughs) were the Caps and the Bruins- not a big deal, but last night was the Caps banner raising ceremony for the Stanley Cup banner. Uh, you know, they won 7 0. Total fucking blowout. It was incredible. And I wasn't watching it because I was watching the fucking Leafs and stupid Austin Matthews and stupid going to overtime. Stupid Mitch Marner. Why are we an <laughs> overtime? Like, just tie. Like, nobody cared. So, it was so painful. So, I actually. Uh, Christina was the real champ here. She watched the entire game. I was very late. I got home about two minutes into the second period because I went downtown with a couple of friends to watch the banner raising ceremony uh, projected on the outside of Capital One Arena downtown. Wow, I'm still getting used to saying that name. Cause what did it used it to be? Last year. Uh, it used to be the Verizon oh. Center. Capital
1: One for the Capitals is a little bit Capital on the nose. One
0: arena yeah there's a lot there's a lot going on i hate capital
1: one because they are my credit card company and i owe them a lot of money
0: (laughs) i hate capital one because you get really good deals and like perks for like CAPS tickets uh-huh. and stuff. Oh, really? Except I I haven't been able to qualify for a credit
1: card for that. No, well, you can cut this out, <laughs> but Audrey, you can card. lie about your income, and I'll give you one.
0: No, it's because of my credit oh, I score. Also,
1: it's just not I also a have card. a bad credit score. I, I got a credit card before it got really bad.
0: Like, my credit is pretty good. It's your
1: income. It's definitely-
0: For a 24-year-old. It's your year income. Old. Oh, yeah. It's, it's probably yeah. my income. Whenever I right. started
1: lying about my income, they finally sent me a credit card.
0: <laughs> um, give me a platinum yeah. card but so I went and I watched the banner raising ceremony with uh, a few friends downtown which was great it was actually very emotional <laughs>
1: well, yeah because like we said we project all of these feelings onto our idiot sons yeah. and it's hard not to like feel like oh if they could do it right. something good could happen for me this year
0: probably won't yeah. and it was also like Yeah, it was like watching Ovi carry the cup for the last Mm -hmm. time and, like, say goodbye to it. I was like, God, don't let it go. It should stay here. I know, because I'm like, I
1: don't think they're going to do it again this year. I really don't.
0: I I also don't think they're going to repeat, but it was hard not to be like, holy shit, maybe last night when they were playing the Bruins in 1-7-0. Yeah. and like literally everybody on the team. Did they pull them. their goalie? Uh yeah, Damn. they did. They pulled get his name is Cam Ward. Yeah, that's right. Um, they pulled him I think at the end of the second period. But again, I'm not sure because I wasn't watching. I like that we're so. talking about a game that we didn't watch. <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't it was so annoying because like I got home after the whole thing downtown and immediately went upstairs. And uh, turned on the Leafs game. You're welcome, everybody. And was just watching like Max Domi skate up and down the ice, like doing nothing. And that uh, people were like dumping pucks off everywhere, and like nothing was happening. And all the while, I'm like scrolling through Twitter, and like every five minutes, the Caps are scoring, and I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I
1: gotta say, <laughs> why am I doing like, I this? Mean, it was not an exciting game. It was I don't. Not. And it wasn't like,
0: I mean, it was just bad hockey. Get this. The the Canucks and the Flames had a more exciting game I was, night.
1: that's the one that I voted for because I feel like we're allowed to vote. Yeah, we so can did vote. I. We can so vote for our
0: own poll. Yeah, well, we have to, you have to vote if you want to see yeah, the results. Yeah, That's the thing. I was expecting
1: student. the Canucks game to win just because we like talk about the Canucks Ugh. a lot. We'll, we'll watch them soon.
0: They were good last night. Again, we're I talking <laughs> about the game that we didn't watch. So what is there to say about the game last night? Again, I watched... Mm, three quarters of it. And you I will the whole
1: say, uh, the Habs did not look as bad as I thought they were going to look.
0: Is that just because the Leafs looked? Yeah, I not think half great. of it is because the
1: Leafs, <laughs> the Leafs, Leafs. I, I, I was expect. I mean, because like I said in the first episode, like they're my pick to win the Stanley Cup.
0: You and everybody yeah, else. Yeah, I
1: mean, they didn't look dominant yeah. at all to me
0: like how <laughs> audrey's like getting comfortable I got- sorry guys i got new pillows <laughs> it looks bed, very nice and they came and they came today and i i'm just having a moment they're really nice i feel like i'm staying at a classy it hotel. it does look
1: very like you're in a boudoir or something right now like like audrey's mm, background yes. is like very it's very i'm
0: seducing everybody <laughs> soothing pink and- please come into my room I don't step into my office Okay, but ser- my room my room is like five feet by ten feet. So <laughs> there's nowhere for me to sit, stand, or kneel. That's not my bed. <laughs> like that's the only option. <laughs> well hopefully
1: like the softness of it will make your sound sound
0: better. That's also really what we're going yeah. for. So yeah, HAP scored first. They scored first. They, and
1: like, I mean, it was a pretty close game, but I, like I said, I think that's more because the leafs
0: looked like shit.
1: Uh Austin Matthews scored first, and then Tavara scored, and then I think Austin scored
0: Wow. Really fucking who could have predicted what? that? I'm riveted. Wow.
1: I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it was like, a. I mean, it wasn't even like I, I care so little about the Leafs that like it wasn't even emotional for me to see Tavares like score his first goal,
0: you know? Right. Because like we all knew that was coming. It wasn't like it was a surprise.
1: Yeah. And, it, you know, like a lot of people compared Tavares going to... Toronto, much like how LeBron went back to Cleveland. And to me, it's not the same vibe at all. Like, I know it might have been his dream to play there for forever how long. And, but I, I don't know. I, I just think he's not a very charismatic person, not a very charismatic player.
0: So right. I don't care. Like, we don't, we don't know a lot about him. He's very private, he's very quiet and like introvert life. I get that on a personal level. But also, it's hard to make a superstar out of somebody like yeah. that. And the Leafs, are, the Leafs already have a problem with that because literally, like, Austin Matthews is the same way. Like, he's very private. Mm-hmm. He's 21 years old. I've like...
1: heard he's a little shit to the coach, though.
0: Well, he should be a shit to Badcock. Bad Badcock. Babcock is notoriously an asshole the more players give him shit the better yeah it's amazing that he's
1: able able to like sass back to Austin Matthews who's like top 10 player
0: well he's seen it all and also like Babcock is the highest paid coach in the NHL by fucking so far ahead of everybody else it's ridiculous so like he is he doesn't it's insane
1: that they haven't i mean like you know my stance on paying coaches and paying goalies i don't think they should get paid that much (laughs) at all they should work for
0: free (laughs) (laughs) coaches should work for free so something that i didn't know about the habs and the leafs were that they're the oldest rivalry in the league because they're the only two teams left that have been playing since like the first ever.
1: I love how hard NHL we're season. trying to find things to make this game more interesting. Austin Matthews <laughs> like was
0: not- Austin Matthews could have done cartwheels in his skates on the ice and I would have been like this is the most boring game of my life I was also drunk when I got home (laughs) you were you were real drunk yeah (laughs) so I was just like sleepy (laughs) I was just lying on my side like on my bed watching a stream of this game being like please end it please end it I just want to go to bed It was just because, like, nobody scored in the third period. And, and it was
1: messy, and it was messy hockey. Like, it wasn't, like, yeah, pretty. Yeah, like,
0: people were getting antsy, and it was, like, the first game of the season. So, like, obviously, things are not perfect, and things are not set. And, like, there were some mm-hmm. line choices that were made on both sides that I think were a little funky. But, um, yeah. you know what's really fun is that everybody I follow on Twitter and, like, Everything like the coverage I've seen today, everybody fucking hates Max Domi. (laughs) Like they do because he's a little Trevor. The Toronto media hates Max Domi, and I think that's gonna be really fun to watch this season. Just because like he doesn't give a shit and he loves attention.
1: Oh yeah, he's gonna be the villain. He's a little bad boy. He's gonna love it.
0: But yeah, also like there were nobody got like testy last night. Nobody got each. Nobody fought.
1: Like give me something, like yeah. do something, something. Yeah,
0: take your top off.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> show feet, sweetie.
0: Um, but I was also, I think the best part of the game last night was the goaltending. Was like watching Carey Price, who's the the Habs goaltender. I was like, oh shit, damn. He's gonna be the reason that they're
1: good. Yeah, <laughs> if they if, they, if they're be, good, he if they made can't some be amazing
0: good. saves. Um, I was really impressed by him and Freddie Anderson, who's the Leafs goalie. Uh, wasn't so bad himself. So that's cool. Again, goalies should be paid in merch. That's
1: uh- <laughs> <laughs> the official puck bunny stance: is that goalies should not be paid. Yeah. The only reason that I will watch another Leafs game is to catch a glimpse of the Toronto GM.
0: Oh, your boyfriend. My boyfriend. That's your so boyfriend.
1: Kyle Dubas. He can. He can do me. He can. Do, he can he do can us. Do sorry. Boss so me sorry. around.
0: Um. He's. He, I agree. I think he's cute. So he's thirty-two. He's. It was like a big deal when they hired him this past summer. Um, yeah, because he, he was going to be like a money
1: puck. And he
0: he before this was managed the Toronto Marlies, which is their AHL team, which just won the Calder Cup last year, and that's why he got. Promoted, I think. I I don't know if that's a straight promotion or a new job or what, but because they're so pl- closely affiliated, um, I think he's attractive. I also kind of think he looks like a hot Ben Shapiro. So, <laughs> Audrey,
1: no, you have
0: ruined this
1: for me. Sorry. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. And I even saw a picture of him like looking down at his phone, like doing the Ben Shapiro pose, like yep. very, like smiling at his phone. And I bet you. Don't say real it. money
0: that he listens to Ben Shapiro.
1: Don't say that. I no, he, I bet
0: he makes the Leafs listen to Ben Shapiro in the locker room.
1: You are ruining my life right pumped
0: now. Pumped up. <laughs>
1: please stop. All right. Sorry. Oh my okay. God, sorry. Sorry. To- sorry.
0: Sorry. We'll move on. We'll move on.
1: Listening to his reedy voice. <laughs> no, well, he, well, you know who's in Toronto is Jordan Peterson. Oh, Maybe he makes them listen to Jordan, Jordan Peterson. Jordan
0: Peterson is too busy meeting with Mumford and Sons, like, every two days or whatever. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Mumford and Sons loves Jordan Peterson. He, like, oh he's basically, like, I bet he'll get, like, a consulting credit on their next album.
1: It's going to be called, like, Chaos Dragons. <laughs> Sorry, this is a crossover content that Puck Bunny's <laughs> listeners tune in for. Is, is, yes. Uh, is, 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 ki- uh, is Jordan Peterson and hockey. Yes.
0: So the thing about the Leafs is that they are, again, far and away, like, everybody's pick to... Are they yours? No. Who's your pick? I think it's going to be Tampa. Me and, like, two other people on Earth think it's going to be Tampa, but... Be such a- I don't like them. I feel ambivalent about them. Like, I don't really care. <laughs> but... Um, yeah. So Toronto is the favorite to win this year, which is fascinating to me because last year they were bad. The year before that they were bad. And the year before that they were terrible.
1: But they have Tavares.
0: But they have Tavares. And that's the X factor that they've been missing. So apparently they're going to win the cup this year, which is wild to me. So yeah. in their history... They are. They have the second biggest amount of Stanley Cup wins because
1: they've been around forever,
0: right? So, like, the Habs have twenty four championships, and they have thirteen. What? Um, yeah, I know. Don't ask. but like half of those like don't count. I know. <laughs> like, any Stanley Cup pre when I was born doesn't count.
1: <laughs> pre like integration. Yeah, <laughs> so they started start, yeah, like people play
0: hockey. Who, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, that's true. I feel that's like an that, episode I feel that's like, coming later. I feel like that should be like a general history rule. Like things shouldn't count before you started letting uh, like people who weren't white men do them.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: uh so but here's the thing: they have the second highest amount of Stanley Cups, but they haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1967.
1: Holy shit! 50 It'd be kind of cool years. if they won
0: then. Fifty years.
1: That's, like, worse than the Caps, almost. Like, the Caps haven't even
0: been around that It's long. the longest any team has ever gone without winning. Oh, my God. Wow. So that's kind of crazy. And then, so this whole kind of turnaround started happening when Mike Babcock became the head coach, which was, like, three years ago. So, oh. yeah, he's only been their coach for, like, three years. But he coached, uh, I think, a couple of other NHL teams. Before that he's been a coach like forever. Um so mm-hmm. had like a sterling reputation also as a huge asshole, whatever. Those two things kind of go hand in hand. There's a lot of to- toxic masculinity. Uh, yeah. bullshit that probably plays into it, whatever. But so he became head coach. Cool. His first year they finished last in the league. Fine. Mm-hmm. But because of that, because of how the draft works, they got the number 1 pick that summer and they used it to draft austin matthews do
1: like hockey teams do they tank like basketball teams like tanking to like get a good draft pick
0: what do you what does that mean? like if they
1: know that their season's gonna be bad
0: i don't know i think i think that was something that people were speculating that okay the owner of the canes yeah because like it's
1: very i mean it's, it's common and it's here.
0: a problem and where they were like yeah. oh it's good if we suck because we'll get higher draft picks but I don't I don't think they do that in the NHL because a lot of times you're not gonna get those players that's that what you're I was not thinking as players the NHL draft is not
1: like any other draft
0: right exactly so the thing about Austin Matthews is that he and I you are older than him Audrey in Scottsdale Arizona <laughs> I am older than him by nowhere no, twins, separated at birth, just different, D- different ages. Ra- different races. Uh, <laughs> no, it's totally weird because, like, ho- you know, how many professional hockey players come Not out? Not many. And Phoenix, he's really cool because you know? he's one of the only um, right? Hispanic. Yeah, I think his mom yes. is Mexican. So, yeah, like, he grew up watching the Coyotes and, like, going to Coyotes Just games. Just like you. And, oh, my God, we probably to <gasps> Oh my god, at some point. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, so then, like, he started playing, he started playing. And then, so by the time he was 15, mm-hmm. he was playing for a minor league hockey, like, team in, in Phoenix. And he scored 100 points in 48 games.
1: So he was scoring, like, at least two points a game. Yeah. Which is insane. Like,
0: that's wild. So, like, obviously people sat up and took notice and were like, wow, this little desert kid is, like, playing real big boy hockey. Did he play straight out of the draft? Yes, he played straight out of the draft. So they they drafted him when he was 19 and he started playing that fall. Okay, so that's really
1: rare, too.
0: I feel like when you're a number one pick, you're good to go. Yeah. So he's uh he plays center, just for anybody who doesn't know that. What's
1: a center do? I don't really know. That's a great question. <laughs> People are getting mad at me on Twitter for having a hockey podcast and not knowing hockey, but I would just like to say that's the whole point of the podcast. So
0: Right. Well, a center having really amazing centers is rare. Like the only other one that I can think of is Sidney Crosby. Ugh, uh, which you have to yeah. say
1: nice things about today, by the way.
0: So the thing about, the thing that makes centers unique is that, as the name implies, they play in the center of the ice. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to be flexible in moving around the goalie and, like, see those opportunities. And you're expected, sorry, I'm, like, making (laughs) rapid eye motions. So you're expected to, like, keep the puck away from the sides and also, like, be really flexible in how you go to score.
1: So you're almost, you're the playmaker. Yeah, exactly. Point guard.
0: I don't know anything about basketball, but yes.
1: (laughs) Okay, so it's a really like if you're good, then you can really sort of
0: direct requires you to be very versatile. Yeah. His first game in the NHL. Do you know how many points he scored? Three. Four. Oh my God! Four. four. Our sweet baby. He scored four goals in his first NHL game. I would love for him to leave the Leafs. I don't. I don't like him there. Come to my house. Let's be friends. Yeah.
1: Come to Chicago, sweetie.
0: Oh, can you imagine if he was on the Hawks?
1: He probably be, that would probably make the team a lot better.
0: They need a good yeah, center. You think? Well, I mean, like literally, he changed the Maple Leafs completely. Yeah. So his first season, he had the best freshman season in the Leafs' history. Mm-hmm. He obviously won Rookie of the Year. He got the Calder Trophy or whatever it is. So that was. Babcock's second season was Tavares's. First, I mean, not to, Jesus Christ. I'm going to keep doing this. Babcock's second season as coach mm-hmm. was Austin Matthews' first season playing, mm-hmm. and they got the last wild card spot for the Eastern Conference after finishing last in the league the year before. Damn. And who eliminated them? The Washington Capitals. Hey, but, you know.
1: Wait, <laughs> wait. So Tava- Tavares is you a center too, right?
0: Yes. So that's the thing. They're never going to play on the same line, and it's going to be like, okay, who's playing first, who's playing second, and also who's going to be captain. I could see, like, Austin Matthews, like, not liking that. I could see both of them not liking that. Yeah. I mean, like, it's weird, but also, like, I don't know. I think the concept of some a player coming into a team and then immediately becoming captain is very weird to me. The, so the thing is, they haven't named a captain yet. And like they've done like all these interviews and all this press where it's like Austin Matthews and John Tavares and both of them are like, oh yeah, like I'm totally cool with them not naming a captain yet. Like it's totally fine. Which means it's like like, totally not okay. (laughs) Are you good? It's like you're running for student body president against each other. It's very weird. They're absolutely the not to me okay. It's very weird. Yeah. So maybe they'll give it to both of them or maybe they'll give it to none of them. Mitch Marner <laughs>
1: or something. Oh my god, I want Austin Matthews and Mitch to make out so bad. They love each They're other. They're so cute.
0: Are they roommates? I have
1: no idea. And they were roommates. Oh my god, they were roommates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> The only other real thing that you need to know about the Toronto Maple <laughs> Leafs is that Toronto has the biggest hockey boner of any city oh, yeah. on the planet. It's it's football. like playing playing in Toronto is notoriously difficult because of how crazy the fans are, of how crazy like the media market is, mm-hmm. and like people will tear you to shreds if you're not playing well. Yeah. Like, you won't be able to go anywhere and not be recognized and have people, like, shitting on you in public.
1: Which is, like, part of the reason why I thought it was kind of weird that Tavares... I mean, not weird, that just an interesting part of why he went to Toronto is he's such a private person. And, like, right. in Toronto, if, you, if you're, like, you know, on the Leafs, you can't be a private person.
0: Like, he is, right, he is Brad exactly. Pitt It's kind of wild. Can't really imagine what that must be like. Until we get famous. Anyway, that's the Leafs. I have nothing else to say about them. Honestly,
1: we talked a long time on them.
0: And that's the longest I'll ever talk about the Leafs. Until
1: we are made to watch them again.
0: Yeah. People are going to listen to this and be like, fuck you. We're going to vote oh for the my Leafs God. every week.
1: Audrey, what else happened this week?
0: Oh, my God. Do you want to talk about
1: Tom Wilson?
0: It's like, do I want to talk about it? No. Do we have to talk about it? Absolutely. Yes, we do.
1: So as you guys all know probably if you're listening to this podcast you know that tom wilson got suspended for 20 games
0: on wednesday christina who's tom wilson just break it down for anybody who's just tuning in so tom
1: wilson is a left wing
0: right wing same thing doesn't matter
1: (laughs) a right wing for the washington capitals who is a well-known enforcer of almost like an old school kind kind of guy like very he's big
0: he's big he beats people up He never, he never closes his mouth all the way. (laughs) It's always partially open. He absolutely (laughs) breathes with his mouth open. Like he's a mouth breather.
1: He is a, but like just sidebar, he is a beautiful man.
0: Oh yeah, he's absolutely like in top ten most handsome. He he is
1: maybe the most attractive NHL
0: player. It really depends on your taste. I mean, like, there's a ton of really hot, like, blonde Swedes. Which I'm not into in the NHL, and I'm not into that. But like, yeah, so Tom Wilson is just like extremely good looking, pretty dumb, like recklessly stupid. Like,
1: I I would not be surprised if he could like. (laughs) There's videos of him like showing kids how to read, and I'm like, oh, Tom, like, do you know how to read? (laughs) Are they showing you had to read. <laughs> so he is also well known for uh targeting players heads. And he has yeah. been suspended how many times before this time? 3.
0: This is his fourth disciplinary hearing in the past calendar year.
1: That's not good, Tom.
0: Uh so to break down the suspension, so first of all, this happened during a preseason game. Dumbass. He took out uh St. Louis Blues player Oscar Sund Sundkiss, Sund- Who cares? Hit to the head. It was really um, I w- nasty. I was actually at this game too, and I was like sitting like up in the four hundreds, way up with people who can only pay eighteen dollars for their tickets. Me, <laughs> and it was pretty awful.
1: It's a shocking hit. Just
0: how quiet it got after it happened, and like this player didn't get up off the ice. The officials like immediately took Wilson like. Back he was to ejected. Room. He was ejected for the rest of the game. Because he got a major penalty and a game misconduct, which means that you're gone, and that means you're in. That usually means that you're indefinitely suspended until they like decide what to do with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you watch, so if it was a bad hit. Ninja, hit. It's like, I mean, you can't defend it to me.
0: It was a, literally a preseason game. Like, there's no reason to hit somebody that hard in a in a preseason. Game. Honestly, ever. I mean, like maybe in the playoffs. Yeah, but yeah. it's the the thing about this hit is that it is by no means the worst hit that he's ever. What would you say the worst done to somebody? Done? Oh, the the Zach Aston-Reese one during the playoffs yeah. when we were playing the Penguins and he broke his jaw and the kid had his jaw wired shut all summer. To me, like, he, he didn't should not have solid come food back for months. from that.
1: He should not have been able to play in the playoffs for the rest of And I know, like, like, Caps and my team, but, like, he shouldn't have been able to come back. He was suspended for three games.
0: Yeah, that's nothing. No. So, again, this is a 20-game suspension.
1: A third of the season.
0: Yeah, so, like, that's basically until the middle of November. It's his fourth suspension in the past year. The last time he was suspended was 16 games ago.
1: I don't know what you do with him. Yeah. He's a, so, first of all, he's appealing, the uh, suspension, and I don't yeah, and I think it's going to get a he just
0: said that he's appealing. I think...
1: They might knock it down to 15.
0: I was talking about this with people last night. I don't know if he's going to get any games back, but also when you're suspended, you don't get paid. So I think also part of it is the money.
1: Well, don't hit people. There's a really easy solution to this.
0: This is hard because I do, I think it was warranted. Like I I was shocked that they, I thought it was going to be like 10 games. I think a lot of people thought it was going to be like 10 games. I mean, it's worth noting that Nate Schmidt was just suspended for quote unquote doping. And he was suspended for, I think, 23, 25 games. And like nobody got hurt in that situation. But like Tom Wilson, the Player Safety Association literally said that this is unprecedented in their history.
1: Yeah, it's just like, I i mean, I'm at the point where its I don't know what you do with a player like this. And I
0: don't think they do either. Like, that's the problem. Yeah, like
1: the NHL Players Association doesn't know what to do with them. The Caps, I don't think know what to do with them or they don't care. I think it's a combination of those things. I think they really don't yeah, care. Yeah, I
0: think it's hard. I think it's hard because in the hockey community, mm-hmm. like amongst hockey fans, Tom Wilson is one of those polarizing players where if you like him,
1: you're all in.
0: You're all in, like a hundred percent like on board like fuck you if you this like old the suspension school hockey. is stupid. Um it's like that whole like make hockey great again yeah mentality. And if you don't like Tom Wilson, you're like he's scum, he's garbage, like he should get kicked out of the league, like fuck him, like
1: when in reality I think that there's a middle ground between those two. Oh, you think? <laughs> yeah, like Oscar and I were talking about this earlier this week and it's 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 very frustrating because I think that we are on a part of hockey Twitter and just just like hockey discourse in general. That's like fairly woke, which is great. But at the same time, it, it puts you in a really weird position where you're like, like, I don't want to make excuses for this guy, but I also don't think he should be kicked right. out of the league.
0: Well, the, yeah. The, and that's the thing is that I think it's hard because, and especially like if you're not a Caps fan, like when I think of Tom Wilson, obviously I think of his, how physically he plays. Yeah,
1: Which is to me an X factor for the Caps. Like the Caps are a physical team.
0: Absolutely. But also like, The guys on the team love him. It's a whole, like, locker room mentality thing. It's – they're devastated that he's been suspended for 20 games. I don't know if they think it's warranted or if they're just like, we're not going to have our friend around for three months and that sucks.
1: I think it's both.
0: Because players get close and, like, you know – And the Caps are an
1: uncommonly close team.
0: Right, exactly. So I think there's a little bit of that going on, too, and it's hard not to sympathize with that, just – to be like, this, this is a shitty situation. But the thing is, like, there are solutions here. And there are ways that you can prevent this from happening again in the future. And there are ways that this should have been prevented from happening in the first place. And he just didn't take any of those off ramps. He just kept on fucking going. This
1: to me is just like, it's a coaching failure.
0: I agree. That's what I was going to say. I think Barry Trotz spoiled him for the past three years. I think so, like, And kept being like, oh, we're just going to let Tom be Tom. We're just like, this is how he is. And, you know, defended him for every, like, bad hit and every suspension. And at a certain point, you're not doing him any favors.
1: Like, unless someone comes down hard on him. He's going to be gone because this and now it's hard and now it's hard because like they have
0: a brand new coach, mm-hmm.
1: but he's been and there I, for a while. Like and,
0: he- and, and like Todd Reardon knows him, but like your first year coaching, you don't want to have to deal with like, hey, you can't play that way anymore. You know, you don't want to sit down one of the stars of your team and be like, you got to stop everything that you're doing right now. But and,
1: he's yeah. an embarrassment to the team at this point. Like this is like how much was this contract? Like six million dollars. You have a six million dollar man who can't play for twenty games because he knocks someone yeah, out at a fucking exactly. preseason game. Are you kidding exactly. me? And I don't know. I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm, I like, I'm tired of talking about Tom Wilson because also as like a, and maybe this. Is, oh my
0: god. As, as a female fan, shit.
1: like yes. I, oh. So there's this like weird undercurrent of. Um, I'm getting
0: so mad right now. Yes. I'm getting mad about this all over again.
1: We're gonna get into it. Um, as a as a female fan of the sport. I can see an undercurrent of criticism against Tom Wilson, like, fans. Or not even fans, like, just, like, Tom Wilson, like, not haters.
0: People who talk, people who mention the name Tom Wilson. Yes.
1: I've seen some, like, underlying accusations of, oh, well, you only like him because you're horny for him. Because you want to fuck him. And I saw some of that, you know, leveled at Isabel, who covers the caps for the Washington Post, for her job.
0: Yeah, Isabel Kachuritian is the Washington Post head writer covering the cast. She's wonderful. And obviously she was putting out a bunch of coverage of the hit and the suspension this week and like we saw people who work in the same world sphere yeah. kind of like implying that she was horny for him. Yeah, being like, Oh well, you know, it's hard to like cover Tom Wilson when people who cover him for a living like aren't even doing it fairly and then like retweeting things that are like, oh Tom Wilson fans remind me of Girls who write to serial killers in prison. Like, don't do that bullshit. We can see it. We can see it. We can all see
1: it. And, like, there aren't many, like, female fans of hockey.
0: I don't know. It's offensive to me. But, like, the thing is, there are a ton of female fans. But, but like, we hockey. don't talk about it. But we yeah. don't talk about it because, like, like shit like this happens. Yeah. Ugh, First oh of my. all, you can
1: be horny for Tom Wilson and also realize, he, like, he can be a bad fucking person. Hello. It's me. I, I can see multitudes. Yeah. multitude. A duality of man. <laughs> I just want him to do better because I think he really is an X factor. I mean, and that's like such a cliche yeah. thing to say, is like he's an X factor, but he is.
0: Here's the thing. I think what we're getting at here is that there is more to Tom Wilson than the hits. And a pretty face. It's just that he's not doing that right now. There's no incentive that's for bad. Him.
1: There's no incentive yeah. for him to be good. That's the problem. And that's a coaching issue to me. Well, that's Tom Wilson. I could have talked for 45 minutes about that. We almost God. did.
0: Now I'm furious again, but we can talk about something else that'll make me mad.
1: Well, and continuing getting really mad at men.
0: Wow, let's just keep talking about misogyny. Yeah. This is a woke-ass podcast now.
1: <laughs> barstool! At it again.
0: We're trying to talk about Barstool Sports. You familiar? Barstool. Multi-million dollar company. We are trying to get
1: harassed, <laughs> is what we're doing, by talking
0: about Barstool. Please try to dox me.
1: I would actually love it. if It would be really good publicity. So yeah, come after us, Barstool. Yeah, Christina
0: wants to get a new job. So like, please.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So what what was Barstool up to this week?
0: So this has kind of been a... I mean, like the saga of Barstool Sports and Dave Portnoy, like as a human being, I think has been going on for several years now. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of come to a weird head the past couple of weeks because someone... Was it the Daily Beast mm-hmm. that wrote a big piece about Barstool like as a company? Yeah, and
1: it was sort of like wrapping together a bunch of other stories.
0: Yeah, it was summarizing a bunch of stories from female contributors, female sports writers, women in the sports industry talking about how they've been harassed and doxed and generally just like abused by Barstool employees slash fans. Which was like really shitty to read about. <laughs>
1: it was shocking. Yeah. I mean, like I've I've read bits and pieces about how bad Barstool is. Like just, you know, being yeah. being online. But I had never seen it all compiled into one.
0: Right. I mean, like, for anyone who doesn't isn't familiar with the work of Barstool Sports, um, it's a sports website. <laughs> is it a Barely, sports website? Not anymore. Unclear. Um, it's very much in the vein of like total frat move. Or, like, Tucker Max style coverage of whatever. Without
1: a hint of irony.
0: Yeah, like, there's no real humor to it. I mean, there's a couple of people who are, like, decent writers there. But, I mean, it's very misogynistic, like... Racist. Racist. They also clearly don't copy edit anything, which is really my main beef with them. They have grammar
1: (laughs) issues.
0: Really serious typos in every single article. (laughs) Go off, queen. But they're also like their fan base is like obviously primarily male. And the founder of the company, Dave Portnoy, is uh, really well known for getting his fans. It's like his kind du- of his describing duaries. a cult, but not really to go after people that he doesn't like.
1: Literally harass them, like ruin their lives,
0: especially women. And there's in particular, there's one like female writer for Deadspin who he's like weirdly obsessed with. He and talks has about been. fucking
1: her all the time.
0: He's he like writes articles about like how much he wants to kiss her. He published her like personal information at some point and like has done this for just several people in the past years. Which, obviously, like, don't do that shit. Just, like, be a decent human being and don't do that shit. But, like, it's all... There's a whole gender element to it. And there's a whole, like, women working in sports element to it.
1: Because they do have, like, women who work there. But... Yeah but they're like it's it's all weirdly sexualized it's, it's not like yeah people, like they're they're like bimbos they're put out as bimbos
0: right right right. and i mean like if you haven't read the daily beast article i i encourage you to do so because mm-hmm. it's a pretty good summary of like everything that's gone on there it just seems like a really toxic environment but that piece came out like a couple of weeks ago and then there was like a
1: follow-up pft commenters is that what you're talking about
0: yeah that's what i was going to talk about is like so so like i said there's like a couple of people who are decent writers and PFT or, like, personalities is
1: a fig leaf that they hide behind a lot of the
0: time. right 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 so there are and, and that's the thing there are a couple of like half woke slash decent human beings who work there mm-hmm. who kind of and by that i mean they just ignore all the bullshit that's going on yeah like they just don't address it and like pft commenter is one of those personalities and he's
1: far and away the most popular like podcast they have the most popular yeah. writer
0: but he's right, right, right. So he wrote an article, I think, last week following up on this and was just kind of like, I, I don't know. It. Yeah, it, it was honestly more than I expected from him, which is just shows how low the bar is. The bar uh, is <laughs> hey. Got him. <'em>. Hey. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> But basically his main message was like, it's time for me to say that I'm not okay with this treatment. Then quit. With the way that women are being treated, but also like, I'm not going to do anything. He, he basically was like, Barstool is a great place to work because like, I can voice my opinion and like, I'm respected. And I'm like, must okay, nice. that's, that's great. That must be really nice for you. <laughs> like, what about your female interns? You know? Oh, like, like they the have ones- them. Are you kidding me? They do. They, well, oh that was God. part of the Daily Beast article that really, like, fucked me up, was, like, they would do podcasts or, like, live stream episodes of, oh, like, their yeah. exit interviews with their interns, and one of them was, like, it was, like, two supervisors talking to a female intern, and basically they were, like, oh, yeah, like, we had a bet that, like, one of us was going to fuck you, like, the whole time you were working here. Like, it's just, like, weird shit like that. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. And then someone who's been, like, sexually harassed at work, like, I can't imagine having that broadcast and, like like, people making money off of it.
0: Right. Yeah. It's just a whole, I mean, like, it's a content-generating farm.
1: It's barely even a sports website anymore. Like, I... Well,
0: again, it's, like, very much in the vein of, like, Total Frat Move, where, like, it's they... A, it's a culture. Yeah.
1: It's sort of, like, perpetuating this awful, like, white male privilege, basically. Like, I, like, I, I was on their, yeah. like, Instagram before we started recording, and it's just, like, not even sports-related at all. It's, like, there's, like, videos of, like, women falling down and, like... It's
0: half TFM yeah. and half World Star and a half sports
1: so three halves. three halves <laughs> girls can do math take that soul. Yes.
0: so anyway what i was saying about the pfd article is just like you can't have it both ways no you know
1: he could leave he could leave and still make a lot of money i don't know why he won't leave
0: i think i mean like i think it's probably a comfort thing and like yeah. there's a whole camaraderie masculinity nonsense and also i think now it, he probably thinks that he would look weak if he left yeah he would be like well now I'm like siding with SJWs like
1: because part of my take is like it's on serious, like he has like a daily radio show yeah
0: it's him and Big Cat right
1: yeah and also but David Portnoy goes on there a lot too
0: oh yeah well you know what else Dave Portnoy goes on is Tucker Carlson
1: oh yeah <laughs>
0: yeah thank you somebody on Twitter pointed this out to me last night that he was on Tucker Carlson last night talking about like censorship in media
1: very cool love that
0: very cool company. Very normal company. A lot of normal things going on there.
1: If you're if you're a fan of puck bunnies and you and you have found us on Twitter, then it's probably a given that you're not like super into Barstool. But if you are and you're listening to this, stop supporting Barstool. Stop reading it. It's it's just stop for clicking. Sports. Yeah, it's stop for Stop giving
0: them the clicks. Give women your clicks. Give, <laughs> give us your clicks. Yeah, we'll start. I'm not gonna start writing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I do enough of that for work. But my point in talking about all this is that like this is kind of related to the Tom Wilson stuff that we were talking about, which is why I brought it up. But there are so many women working in sports and in hockey, and so many times they're like shat on and harassed online and mistreated. I mean, like literally, just go to any female sports reporters, like mentions. Mentions and, or like, or media tab, like click on the media tab because if you're male, I know you go to like women's Twitter profiles, and the first thing you do is click on their fucking media tab and just look through the pictures and look through the responses to all those tweets. Like, it's insane, it's not acceptable, and it's sad.
1: To be fair, I also go to people's media page because I'm <laughs> nosy and want to know what they look like. <laughs> Hashtag not all women.
0: <laughs> That's really all I had to say about Barstool. Fuck him. Dave Portnoy, fight me in the street.
1: We could beat him. We're both pretty tall. Anytime, anywhere, you name the place. I should probably yeah. not say this, because he probably would yeah. try, to, <laughs> try don't. to fight me. Don't
0: name the place. I'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> when you least expect it, I will be there. Okay,
1: so should we uh, take some calls? I think we should take some calls. Uh, howdy, uh, Ms. Bowler and Ms. Uh, Floozy Esquire. I just thought I'd register that if you happen to have any special episodes involving uh, Ms. Fluthy Esquire yelling about Texas football, specifically University of Texas football, I would definitely listen to those. I don't care about hockey. I've listened to approximately two minutes of the Pug Bunnies podcast, but just throwing it out there. Also, if you happen to name it after, I don't know, say Dallas Cowboys legend uh, Mike Ditka, that would probably be good. Uh, thanks. Have a nice day, y'all. This podcast is called Puck Bunnies. Please stay tuned for the spinoff called Ball Bitches. (laughs) (laughs) It will not be called that.
0: Hut Honeys. (laughs) Oh my
1: gosh. No, we're, I don't. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll have like other. Maybe like I don't
0: know anything about. I mean, like I know basic information about college football, but like I went to a Division three school, so I have no college football. You don't even know what football all. is. I really, <laughs> truly don't.
1: Yeah, no, maybe. I mean, like if we ever do like Patreon episodes, maybe I'll do other sports sometimes, and you can do other sports. The Drunk
0: history of UT idea. football.
1: Oh, That'll be really sad. But no, all right, next one. Hey, it's Catherine from Detroit with my weekly question. Um, My question this week is, who is the worst mascot in the NHL? Uh, And let's say Gritty is out of
0: the running for this one. Okay, thanks. Bye. Oh, what a great question. It's
1: a really good one.
0: The worst mascot in the NHL. There's
1: a lot of, well, I have to say, you know who it is? Who? It's Iceberg.
0: Oh. Fuck
1: Iceberg.
0: Are you saying that just because it's a Pittsburgh mascot? Yes. Or because it's, oh, okay, (laughs) so like no other reason.
1: I don't know. I think Iceberg's kind of cute. He is pretty cute. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. There's a lot of really really stupid, like, mascots. I have to say Stormy for the Carolina Hurricanes is dumb because he's a pig.
0: Yeah, but it's because of barbecue.
1: They originally wanted to name it Ice Hogs.
0: I think it's cool because it's very morbid. (laughs) It's like, yeah, we kill a lot of pigs around here. We're going to make a pig our mascot.
1: Oh my god, I'm looking the the Panthers have Stanley C. Panther and Victor E. Rat.
0: Why do you have two? Why do you need two? Why I'm, why do the Florida Panthers need two mascots? I'm on the
1: Wikipedia page and it says Victor E. Rat was named in October twenty fourteen in honor of the club's nineteen ninety six Stanley Cup final where rats were tossed on ice.
0: Jesus Christ, it's disgusting. So
1: where rats are tossed on ice is is hyperlinked. So I'm gonna click that.
0: I'm sorry, you brought a dead rat in your pocket. Oh to my a god, game.
1: it's called a rat trick, and it's a celebration popularized by the fans. I hate the that. Answers.
0: I hate that so much. The
1: term a play on hat trick was coined by their goalie. That is
0: so unsanitary. They killed
1: a rat in their locker room prior to the team's home opener with a stick. This is gross.
0: This is just some ratchet-ass Florida Panthers <laughs> bullshit. Ugh. Like, ew. This whole team is disgusting.
1: I hate the Panthers. They're so stupid. They gave up March Salt, <laughs> right?
0: They got fleeced they by Vegas last year.
1: So who are your least favorite mascots? Okay,
0: so I have a couple. <laughs> I really hate Dallas's mascot. What is it? So it's an alien.
1: <laughs> That's kind of cool.
0: No. Look him up. Look him up right now. Okay. He has these two. So his name is Victor E. Green. Victory Green. Oh, this I is hate the, this. That's their main color. He has these two hockey sticks, like, stuck into his head, like, as antenna. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you could have gone with so many other cool, like, Texas wildlife mascots.
1: But you went with aliens. Mascots.
0: You could have went like, with the-, the
1: armadillos.
0: Yeah, that would have been so cool. But no. He's just, he unsettles me. The other one that I'm trying to, I'm trying to be open-minded about Chance, the Gila monster for Vegas, (laughs) mostly because for the first six months of the season last year, I thought he was a snake. (laughs) I was like, why is Vegas's mascot a snake with legs?
1: (laughs) I don't like that he looks so rough.
0: I I was very, I thought he was like a rattlesnake. He's not, he's a Gila monster, which are pretty scary, but also I think he should be more orange. The Keela monsters are not that yellow. And I mean, like, I get like gold, Vegas, the Knights, like, everything is gold, everything is sequiny and shiny. But that is not accurate. That is not because they already have they already have like 16 nights in their in their pre-show. I want
1: to be the person who does their, their, their pre-show. Oh,
0: stuff. my God. Do you remember during the Stanley Cup when <laughs> they would have those hot girl archers?
1: Yes. Game of Thrones ass.
0: Oh, I loved them. I wanted to be one of them so bad. Why? Why weren't we? Well, because we're not Vegas hot. We're like regular hot. Vegas hot is a whole other level. That's That's the thing. Like we really, we really want to go to Vegas for a game, but I'd be very intimidated by that entire town. But I do want to go. We'll
1: go. We have, we have fans in
0: Vegas. We have a squad. Casey, Casey, shout out to Casey. So those are my least favorite mascots. Do you have a favorite mascot? Well, other. I want you to go. I want you to meet um for the Black Hot Tommy Hawk.
1: Yeah, well, I'll be going to a lot of Hawks games because from the look of their lines, they're gonna be fucking shitty.
0: <laughs> you're gonna pay five dollars.
1: They're gonna pay me to go. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're gonna be like, Christina, please. Also, can you do the announcing? Thanks.
1: Also, <laughs> do the social media. I will. Yeah, I will do it for free.
0: You'll do. No, it for you're free gonna and have to pay like 70 dollars a Kane.
1: ticket to go to your games, and I'm gonna like they're gonna pay me to go.
0: Oh, that's the other big news I have. Oh
1: yes, tell us.
0: Holy shit! Speaking of Vegas, I'm going to the Caps. Vegas game next week and
1: go match go match
0: I'm really excited um I have a friend who got tickets from a co-worker and the seats are like four rows behind the caps bench that's the closest I've ever sat to the ice
1: maybe you'll see Tom completely suit up again for no reason
0: yeah he'll be sitting in the press box and I'll be like I have better seats than you right now mm-hmm. how do you feel about that I'm just gonna sub in Brett Connolly take the night off
1: audrey <laughs> bowler right wing no one can hit you because you're a girl
0: yeah exactly
1: more teams should do this you can't hit girls. yeah
0: i will hit you but you cannot hit me
1: we've talked about the caps too much don't ever vote for the leafs again you fuckers
0: if you vote for the leafs again i will quit i will quit
1: she will not quit
0: I won't quit. <laughs> we I need to. You. This is
1: the only like fun thing I have in my life.
0: <laughs> I need this. I have nothing else. <laughs> hey, um, vote for a game for us to watch next week. Um, we have some good options for next week that are American teams only <laughs> <Except for Calgary. laughs> from now on. Oh, someone DM'd us about coming to Calgary for the Calgary Stampede next summer, and um, I don't think you know how serious we are about this, but
1: we will we will come.
0: I will show up at your front door unannounced.
1: We will come in cowboy boots and be like, all right. Yes. Look, let's go see Where's TV. my horse?
0: Where is my horse?
1: <laughs> let's fucking get okay.
0: it. Okay. Uh, let's end this episode so I can go watch the rest of the Pens game.
1: Okay. Bye, Audrey. I love you.
0: I love you too, Christina. <laughs> and I love all of our sweet baby listeners.
1: I do. I love them as well.
0: Uh, see you guys next week. Bye, bitches. Kisses. Bye.
1: For the ones who know that a little late is always too late